unto thee, O Lord. Do I lift up my
If you would, please come on in, have a seat, and we'll get started tonight. There are additional seats in the balcony if you can't find a place here. There's a couple couple pews down front, uh, so uh, we got plenty of room. <laughs> Thank you for being here tonight and being part of our Northeast Night. You know, we haven't been able to have all of you together with us uh, since 2018. And it's about time that we, we were able to get everybody together this year. COVID has, has stopped us from being able to do that for about three years. But we are glad that you're here, especially if you're part of the Northeast faculty, football, baseball, all of the sports teams. We're glad you're here. And after we get through, we're going to have supper and we will have plenty of food for everybody. So please, please stay with us. While you're here at Northeast, if we can do anything for you, you come by and see us. We'll be glad to help you in any way possible. But thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you for being part of our worship service tonight. And let's begin our time together in prayer. Our Father, we are so thankful for Northeast Community College being here in our community. And Father, we're, we're so thankful for the relationship that this congregation has had with Northeast for the past 74 years. And we pray that you will be with us as a people that we can work together to further the community college and the church in this area. Be with us as Bo brings our message tonight. Help us to learn from the things that he has to say. All of these things we ask through Jesus' name. Amen. Good evening. Uh, before we start our song service this evening, uh, just like to let you know, for those of you who maybe never worshipped with us, uh, you may notice that there's not, we don't have instruments up here, we don't have a choir, uh, I'm not up here to sing a solo for you or anything like that. Uh, we want to take this opportunity to give each and every individual person here uh, the chance to lend your voice to worship in God. And so I'm just up here to kind of get us started and keep time, And uh, but this is not about me, this is about Everyone in here, raising your voices to God. <clears throat> First song will be How Great Thou Art. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power grew out, a universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to 
I forgot to make. If you need to partake of the Lord's Supper, you can pass now to the little chapel and you'll be served at this time. <clears throat> Song before our opening prayer this evening will be Holy, Holy, Holy. <clears throat> Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song shall rise to thee. Praise thy name in earth and sky. 
today and thank you for letting us come here and worship you and please let us take what we learn here tonight and apply it throughout this week and please be with us as we start the school year and just let it go off smoothly and please be with all the sick and afflicted and help them get over what may be harming them and just plead with any please be with anyone that might need your help lord and in jesus name we pray amen song after the lesson will be Jesus is Lord. Uh, the song we're going to sing before the lesson tonight is going to be 10,000 Reasons. Ask if you are able, if you would stand as we sing this song together. Bless the Lord, all oh my soul. And my time 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hello, I'm Bob Gross, God's minister here at the Bible Church of Christ. love to have you here at our church services on Wednesday night. Starts at 7 o'clock every Wednesday night. We have a short Bible study, and then we eat from our famous chef, Mr. Bobby Brown. So I'd like to invite you to our worship service here at the Bible Church of Christ every Sunday morning at 9.30. We also have classes for every age at 5 o'clock on Sunday evening. We encourage each and every one of you to come visit us each afternoon from here. Church Christ is located at 406 North 2nd Street, and the College Student Center is located directly behind the 501 North 1st Street. We have been doing the college ministry here at the Bible Church Christ for roughly 30 years. The college is such a critical age for these young people. We try our best to encourage them to turn to God for all their answers. It's such a challenging time for them, and we're here to assist them in any way that possible can. Can you hear me? I showed you that video for a couple reasons. One, I wanted to brag on Anderson Long, Jody and Wendy Long's oldest son. He videoed that old man on that video for two or three minutes, and somehow in like one day's time, he created that video. I promise it sounds a whole lot better when it's not on PowerPoint. You can hear me actually hear me speaking. But I just wanted to tell you that because I seen Blake Long in the audience. You better watch your job in a few years, son, because Anderson's good at what he does. But we are so excited to have each and every, every person we have here this evening. We have missed you in the last two or three years. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick of COVID. I'm sick to death of it. And one thing that COVID taught me is I need my brothers and sisters in Christ. I need the fellowship. I need the encouragement. And God tells us in, in Hebrews chapter 10 to not forsake the assembly of saints because we need one another. We need the encouragement. We need the, the guidance. And 
I just miss my brothers and sisters in Christ when we were forced to, and I'm thankful for the technology that we had so we could still worship with technology, but it's not the same. So we are so, so thankful to have each and every person here this evening. I will go through what we said a little bit on that video. Some of the, I want to give you, or be sure you're aware of some of the things we offer here at the Boonville Church of Christ for you college kids. Uh, we do worship right here at the building at 9.30 on Sunday mornings. We'd love to have you. Uh, Brother Ken usually does the speaking. Ken Forrest is our pulpit minister. Does a fantastic job of feeding us from the pulpit. Uh, so we would love to have you worship with us at 9.30. We also offer 5 o'clock Bible classes every Sunday evening for every age. And we also have a college class that I teach at the Student Center, which is located directly behind the building on First Street. It's a small white house. You can't miss it. Uh, we would love to have you there too. Is the PowerPoint coming up, guys? Eventually? If you look on the right side of that screen there, you'll see my cell phone. I know each person, especially you college kids, I know you got a cell phone in your pocket. Get that thing out and put my number in there, please. Some of you already have it because I've had you for two or three years already. But if you need anything, we want you to know that we're here for you. Now, I can stand up here and scream the top of my lungs and tell you how much we care about you, how much we love you, that's just words. We want you to give us the opportunity to show you how much we care about you. We love you, and whatever need you may have, we're here for you. Also, every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, we have a short Bible study, and then immediately after that, we have a fellowship meal. And we don't feed you cold ham and cheese sandwiches. Bobby Brazel, Kim Fowler, they spend countless of hours preparing a meal for you. And the ones who have been there before, they'll, they'll, they will vouch for this. Smoked ribs, hamburger steaks, lasagna, chicken alfredo, whatever you want, you can pretty much find on our Wednesday night 7 o'clock meals. Uh, and if you have a special request, if you'll let Bobby know it, I guarantee he'll do his best to try to prepare that meal. I don't go to him and say ribeyes and lobster tail. We can't quite swing that. But anything within reason, he will try his best to prepare it for you. I do want to tell you that I cannot do what I do without these people here. And there's others. I'm sure I've missed some. But it starts with my wife, Allison. Uh, if you know me, you know that I'm extremely scatterbrained. I've got the attention span of a five-year-old that's had too much chocolate. I just can't, I have a hard time focusing, but thankfully, my wife is very organized, and she keeps me on point. She keeps me focused. Also, my three daughters, Anna Claire, Caroline, and Mary Houston, uh, I am a professional girl dad. Uh, Lord has blessed me with three beautiful daughters that uh, I couldn't do it without them. I've already mentioned Bobby. Bobby Brazel is a perfect example of someone who found his talent, and he took that talent, and he's serving God with it. He's a phenomenal cook, and he serves not only the college minister, ministry. He serves and cooks for the Golden Circle. He cooks for the entire congregation. And without Bobby and without Kim, we couldn't do what we do. Chris and Amy Langley, Brother Tommy Barragona who did the opening, Jody and Wendy Long, Philip and Mary Alice Coates, Crystal White, Drew and Katie Bruce, Carter Sweeney, Dee Worley. These are all individuals that just help in any way that they possibly can. They help us clean up. They do homemade desserts. Uh, Carter and Chris and Jody have fill in for me when I can't teach and I spend a lot of time at the United States Postal Service. That's another place you can find me, is the Boonville Post Office. If you need me, I'm also, I have an, uh, an office located right next to the retail window. Swing by and see me anytime that you may want to. 
So that's what our college ministry is. It is attending to your needs. Whatever that need may be. If you will reach out to us, and, and if you're going to text me, I would ask you to just send me a text with your name to say college student. Because if you just call me, and if I don't have your number, probably all these telemarketers are out there, I probably won't answer. But give me your name to say college student, and we will try our best to meet your needs. If I can't meet those needs personally, we'll find someone who can. We work together though with, with this ministry. I did want to take that opportunity to let you know what we offer, but we are here tonight. We're here to worship God. We're here to glorify. We're here to praise the only one who is worthy of that praise, and that is God above. So, if you don't mind, we're going to sing this song to put our minds back in worship mode. If you know it, please sing with me. We will glorify the King of kings. We will glorify the Lamb. Awesome God. Society today, we ask so much of you at such a young age. So many decisions that can and will affect you for the rest of your lives. So no pressure, right? No pressure. Tonight, I want to ask you, are you willing to ask for help with these life-altering decisions? I admit to you, when I was 17, 18, 19 years old, I thought, I thought I had it all figured out. I didn't need anybody's help. I didn't need anybody's guidance. And I'm here to tell you, I was wrong. I'm 46 now, and I'm still trying to figure it out. I still need help. I still need guidance. Will you have the humility? Some people say it's a sign of weakness to ask for help. Truth be known, it's a sign of wisdom. It's a sign of strength. Be willing to ask for help. Tonight I'm going to give you just a few examples, three examples of questions you may have at your age and where to find the answer. And when you think about where you go searching for these answers, there's really only two places. You can either search the world or you can search God. Those are your two sources of wisdom, of guidance. And when I say the world, that's basically anything contrary to God's commandments, God's will, God's direction. We'll consider that the world. Question number one. Hmm. I'm sure some of y'all have been thinking about that recently, right? What major do I choose? In freshman, I'm here to tell you, if you'll look to your left or right and find a sophomore, they've probably already changed a couple times. Am I wrong? What am I going to do the next 30 or 40 years of my life? What profession do I want to, to spend my time in? So I think about that question. Well, what's the world say? It's all about this, right? 
That's what, God, that's what the world's going to tell you. Your happiness is going to be directly affected upon how big your bank account is. How much money do you make? That's all that matters. But yet, each and every day, at least weekly, we hear about these celebrities with indisposable incomes, millionaires. We hear about their heartache. We hear about them struggling with relationships, depression. And even to the point, unfortunately, every single year you see millionaires that will go so far as to take their own life. So what can I take from that? The world tells me that if i got all the money in the world, I'm going to be happy. But yet I see all these individuals that have the money, but they don't have happiness. I'm here to tell you, folks, young people, the world's going to lie to you. What's God say? In Colossians chapter 3, 23, and if you'll notice, every time I try to give you God's instructions, God's guidance, I'm going to have a Bible verse. It's going to come straight from here. If anybody tells you that God says so-and-so and they're not willing to give you book, chapter, and verse, don't believe them. Don't take their word for it. Pick up your Bibles for yourself. This is what God says in Colossians 3.23. He says, whatever you do, put your heart into it. Work as if you're working to doing it for the Lord and not for people. You show me individuals, no matter what major they choose, no matter what profession they choose, if they have this attitude, they're going to be successful. They're going to be content. So the world tells you happiness is all about the money. Here's what God says in Romans 12, 12. Be happy because of the hope you have. Be patient when you have troubles and pray all the time. Y'all want to know how to be happy? When you lay your head down tonight on the pillow, if you know no matter if Jesus comes back tonight, no matter if this world ends, if you can spend eternity with God all up, that's happy. It's not about the money. It's about having that peace of mind. Another one of my favorite songs in our book, It Is Well With My Soul. I'll give you the short version of this, this particular song and how it was written. I'm not going to give you, I do encourage you to, to, to Google it and see the, see the background behind it. But I'll tell you this, an individual had dealt with unbelievable tragedy, sorrow. He had lost members of his family. And he sits down and he writes this particular song. You know it, please sing a couple verses with me. When peace like a river God's in my way, when sorrows like sea billows
that Satan isn't well with your soul? What kind of peace of mind do you have? Question number two. How should I spend my time? One of Satan's most successful tactics that he's had, and this is not just for college age, this is for us adults too, and I feel like I'm stepping all over my own toes here. He has made us so busy, we don't have time for God. The world says this, how, how much time do we spend on these social media platforms? How much time do we spend on, spend on Twitter, Snapchat, uh, TikTok, whatever new uh, platform there is that I'm not aware of, that you know of? How often or how much time do we spend in our day on these particular platforms? One thing I admit to you, and I'm not ashamed of this, but I love college football. It's one of my absolute favorite times of the year. I love watching college football. I love the University of Tennessee. I'm an avid, diehard Tennessee volunteer fan. And there's no such other thing because of the last 15 years of, of really bad football we've had, so there's only loyal fans at this point. But anyway, how much time do I spend this time of year refreshing Twitter to see what new commit we got? Injury reports. All the different things I can learn about Tennessee football. When I look at my, my, my phone occasionally, it'll pop up my screen time. And to be honest with you, sometimes I'm embarrassed. How many hours I've spent staring at that little contraption. But the world tells you it's okay. Spend all your time on something like this. What's God say about our time? But His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in His law does He meditate Day and night, Psalms 1 2. 2 Timothy 2 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. If we all had a pie chart this evening and it had what we spend our time on, we spend this much time on this, this much time on that, how much of that is serving our God? How much of that is hitting our knees and bowing our heads and praying to Him? How much of that is opening up our Bibles and figuring out what He wants us to do? That's how God talks to us. It's through His Word. I hope and pray that we're not ashamed of what our paragraph would say. I know I, for one, could do better. Question number three. With whom should I spend my time? One of these days, unless Jesus comes back, every one of us, we're going to pass away. And they're going to have our funerals. And when that preacher is standing above our cast, if I could think of one word that could truly define your life, that word would be relationships. First and foremost, the most important relationship is your relationship with God. Your relationship with your spouse or your significant other. Your relationship with your friends your extended family, whatever that may be. Here's what the world's going to tell you about relationships. It's going to tell you about who you should spend your time with. It's all about me. What can that individual do for me? If I was to take these coaches that are here tonight and ask you, what can ruin the culture of your team? How many of these kids does it take? That individual that thinks it's all about me. 
What will that do to your culture? What will that do to your team chemistry? It will destroy it. God says this about relationships. Philippians 2, 3, and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. Now, which one do you want to spend time with? You want to spend time with someone who is thinking about your needs or they're selfish. You see all these relationships that are faltering these days, and to me, one of the biggest reasons they fail is because the people are selfish. Either one or both individuals in that relationship, they're selfish. Now, teammates or coaches, if you had a team full of these individuals, what can you do with them? What can I do to make my team better? What can I do to help my teammate out? I guarantee you, you're going to find success. Also, when I think about relationships, or as we're choosing who we should spend our time with, I think about 1 Corinthians 15.33. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people your guys' age, college-age kids, today are sitting in prisons, possibly for the rest of their life, many of them, or they're either, maybe they're not in prison, maybe they're sitting, maybe they're in a cemetery because they made a very bad decision on who they spent their time with. I cannot stress to you how important the company you keep is. The last thing I'll say about that is this. Which one are you? What kind of company are you? Because you're one of two things. You're either an individual that leads people to God, or you're an individual that leads people away from God. Be very careful who you spend your time with. When I think about all these questions, you get this one right, it's going to work out for you. Where will you spend eternity? And I've got good news and I've got bad news. And if y'all are like me, I'd like to get the bad news out of the way. Y'all agree with that? I want the bad news first. Here's the bad news. Romans 3.23 says, We have all sinned and we've fallen short of God's glory. In other words, God deserves this and we're down here. It's just the truth of it. But, there's good news. And the Bible has a word for, for good news. That word is the gospel. The good news for you tonight is this. This is the best news you'll ever hear. God loved you so much, He sent down His only begotten Son to die for our sins. And God, Jesus lived on this earth. He lived a perfect life. And what did, we, what did humanity do? We nailed Him on a cross. And if that was the ending of the story, it would be a tragic story, but it's not. He conquered death. And because of that, we have a hope of eternal life. So, how do I obey the gospel of God, or how do I, what do I do about hearing this good news? Or another way of saying that is, what must I do to be saved? The Bible tells us we have to hear it, Romans 10, 13 through 17. And after you've heard it, you've got to believe it, John 8, 24. We also have to repent of our sins, Luke 13, 3 through 5. And Jesus also says in Matthew chapter 10, if you'll confess me before man, I'll confess you above, to, my, uh, to my Father above. And we also have to be baptized into Christ. Acts 2.38, the individuals there in Acts chapter 2 realized what they had done. They had just crucified the Son of God, so they were afraid. 
They realized who Jesus was. They believed in Him. They said, Peter, what do I do? He says, you need to be repent, be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. Hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized. That does not take very long, young people. It truly doesn't. But this last one, to live godly, Romans chapter 12, Revelation chapter 2, live a godly life. It's the most satisfying life you could ever live. And God does not ask for perfection. If God demanded perfection, I might as well go to the house because I make mistakes each and every day of my life. He just asks you to live a godly life. You need guidance. Where are you going to look for your guides? I'm encouraging you this evening, look to God. Look to His Word. We'll, we will do this every Wednesday night, every, every Sunday night at 5, and every Wednesday night at 7. I encourage you, please come see us. Uh, if you have any questions, y'all have my cell phone number. Anything I've said tonight that you have questions about, <coughs> reach out to me. We'll study God's Word together, and we'll become closer to God by studying that Word. But if you have any kind of need tonight, please come forward while we stand and while we sing. Jesus is Lord, my Redeemer, how He loves me. evening and then uh, we ask you to remain seated as we'll have some people who would like to recognize and present and so forth. <clears throat> if you don't know this song, this song, this song is around. Uh, you start with a different vocal parts, you keep singing it and you add a different part every time. Um, if you don't know it, hopefully you'll catch on by the end of it.
So if you will, pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this wonderful time that we have had tonight in this wonderful time of worship and um, this exciting time for us here at Boonville. I was so thankful for Bo and uh, what he does for this congregation, this community, and for the college. So thankful for everyone that helps assist him in that ministry. Father, we're thankful again for this time that we've had together and these amazing people who are here. We're thankful that we can have this night. We're thankful that we can get to know them. Pray, Father, that you would bless them this semester as we begin school tomorrow. Pray your blessings on them and their safety. Pray, Father, that we can help them in any way if, if they're struggling or any needs they may have that we can reach out to them. And I pray, Father, they would remember to reach out to us. Father, we're thankful for the food that we have that we're about to eat. And we're so thankful for all the amazing people that have provided for us. So we're thankful for that. Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus. We ask all this in his name. Amen.
Thank you, Brandon. It is indeed a pleasure for us to be here tonight, and we want to say thank you to the Boonville Church of Christ, the leadership team, and all the congregation for opening your doors to the Northeast students and the Northeast employees that are here tonight. And it's great to see, uh, uh, we talked about earlier with COVID being the last two or three years and it's been difficult to get out and together. And so we wanna say thank you and it's just great to be out and to be together and also and to share the gospel as we've done tonight. We also, not only in thanking everyone and thanking the Boomwood Church of Christ, but we want to also thank the Northeast employees, Northeast students that are here tonight. We encourage you to take advantage of the opportunity that Boomer Church of Christ is presenting to you. As you go through the semester, we encourage you to take, come and participate and grow not only as a Northeast student, but more importantly than that, grow as a Christian. And that is the most important growth that you can experience. So we want to say thank you and wish you the very best this year. Uh, at this time, I would like to ask all, before I recognize the students, I want to ask all of the Northeast employees if you are a Northeast employee, would you please come forward, line up in front of me, and even go down the side of the walls if you would. So come on, get up. Coach Harrison, be the leader. boy. In the past, we, uh, I have called out those names of all of the employees here, and it was very difficult to get everyone's name. And I am, I'm a lot smarter than I look. I'm not about to attempt to introduce everybody standing here and going across the line because I can't remember names like Coach Davis can remember them. We're going to give everybody a moment to uh, introduce themselves so you can put a face with the names. But as they're lining up before they do that, I want to recognize probably the most important people that we have on the campus of Northeast Community College. And this is our students. When I call you out as groups, uh, uh, I want you to please stand and be recognized. First of all, our softball team, if you would, please stand. Great, thank you. The women's basketball team. Thank you. Football team. Thank you. Men's basketball. Thank you. Our golf team. Golf team. Cheerleaders. Any of our cheerleaders here tonight? Okay, any members of uh, our band, Palm Squad, dance team, are you here tonight? Members of our band, Northeast Tiger Band. Okay, and a new one just started last year, our archery team. Any members of our archery team here? Our athletic training team. Thank you. Our tennis team. 
members of our tennis team. Thank you. About our baseball team, members of our baseball team. And I know we won't have anyone stand up on this one. We'll begin this in the fall of 23, our volleyball team. I don't know if Coach Mays is here or not. Our volleyball team. <laughs> Okay, if you are a Northeast student and you haven't been in these, any of these groups, would you please stand? Okay, as you see, all of our students are pretty much involved. In this. Thank you, guys. One group I don't want to fail to recognize. We have a lot of folks that uh, uh, work in Northeast and they choose to retire and they choose also to make Boomville their home and a lot of them have lived here forever. So if you're a former and Northeast employee and are now a retiree, would you please stand? Thank you. Okay, what you did to get anyone? Where's the microphone, Brandon? All right, let's start over here. You good? AJ Edley, oh, sorry. AJ Edley football. AJ Erdley, football. Cole Rodenberry, football. Liz Jackson, financial aid. Brandon Elliott, facility operations. Lee Trelor, uh, student success center. Justin Trelor, languages and humanities. Bobby Robbins, softball. Ray Mason, facility ops. Will DePans, online science classes. Will Bolin, I teach government and history. Sally Bolin, I teach accounting and business. Kevin Connell, softball. Rebecca Elliott, instructor in the BOT programs. Jody Long, softball. Ace Gilbert, women's basketball. Brenda Mays, assistant athletic director, volleyball. Cord Wright, basketball. Kyle Morris, basketball. Jillian Guy, Student Success Center. Crystal White, Business and Office Technology Instructor. Michelle Barragana, Vice President of Instruction. Chelsea Rhodes, Women's Basketball. Rich Harrelson, Baseball. <laughs> Bonnie Warner, Math. <laughs> Carrie Davis, Adult Education. Greg Davis, football. Amy Langley, Fine Arts Band. Mary Hall, Bookstore. Ziggy Morrow, Athletic Training. Blake Long, Sports Information. Jonathan Webster, football. Paris Huddleston, football. Cedric Shell, football. Thank you, guys. Uh, I want to say how much I appreciate all these employees that work at Northeast, but I appreciate you students so much more. And we're looking forward to a great 22-23 school year. And again, thank you to the Boomba Church of Christ for your, your hospitality and in hosting us tonight. So thank you very much. <laughs>